0: Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unification community as Hundukwe. Today we are reading from True Mother, hak Jahan Moon, an anthology. Part 4. The Process of Realizing World Peace The End of the Cold War and World Peace Ending the Cold War In the mid-1970s, the Soviet Union was very powerful. During that time, True Father sent missionaries around the world. Eastern Europe was going through an extremely difficult time. One missionary from Western Europe volunteered to go to Eastern Europe. It was nearly impossible at the time for a person from Western Europe to go to Eastern Europe. We were also doing underground missionary work like early-day Christians. That young man made a pledge in front of God. After arriving in Eastern Europe, he visited a school library where he met a female student. That student had seen this man in her dream. She met him in her dreams not just once, but several times. They trusted each other because of those revelations. The two became close and eventually received the marriage blessing. The woman's father was a leader in that country. How could this be a coincidence? This is a real event in the history of the unification movement. In True Father's speeches, he often speaks of the work of our missionaries in the field. In the past, there have been people who joined the Church through the work of our missionaries— but died in prison without ever laying eyes on true parents. I recently visited another country, and one person said that they had spent three to four years in prison while they were missionaries. While commemorating the 50th anniversary of the unification movement in Europe, I was able to meet members of the European family. It was not easy to go out as missionaries to the countries in the communist eastern bloc that was controlled by the Soviet Union during the Cold War. Fortunately, this was possible through Austria. Many European members from Germany and Austria in particular stood at the forefront during missionary work. I met the members who survived the Butterfly Mission, which was known only among those missionaries. At that time, True Father left Korea and went to the United States. He said that he had come as a doctor because America was sick, and that he had come as a fireman because America was on fire. These words aroused the leading class of the United States. They came to respect him. However, some politicians without a vision for the future placed obstacles on his path. He still forgave them and awakened the United States, and in the end, he contributed to the downfall of communism. Not only that, he also founded the Association for the Unity of Latin America and helped to protect the nations of South America from the threat of communism. In this way, a single individual accomplished things unknown to the rest of the world, which even nations with vast power and wealth could not achieve. This unfolded during the time when True Father was in Danbury Prison in 1985. Father decided we should declare the end of communism at an upcoming PWPA conference. Dr. Morton Kaplan was in charge of organizing the conference. He was a world-renowned scholar with extensive knowledge in international politics. Father called Dr. Kaplan to Danbury Prison and instructed him to declare at the conference that communism would collapse soon. Considering his global reputation... Dr. Kaplan was in a position where he could not speak things that he was not sure about. So, for him, saying such a thing seemed a fearful task. Three times he suggested to father the idea of adding the word maybe. However, father firmly told him to declare that communism would collapse. Do you know where this was declared? It was declared at the Intercontinental Hotel in Geneva, Switzerland, which was near the Soviet embassy. In 1985, communism was still very powerful. However, what happened to communism five years later? You need to know that true parents were conducting such a providence unknown to anyone. In 1985, while the Soviet Union was at its height, Father, who was in Danbury prison, told a famous American political scientist to declare in Geneva, Switzerland, the fall of the Soviet Empire. He and many church leaders tried to dissuade Father, asking Father to reconsider and allow them to use a less definite expression, and announced that the Soviet Empire might collapse. Yet father did not allow them to change it. In the end, it happened as father predicted. Right after father's visit to the Soviet Union, he brought more than 3,000 Russians to America to educate them. Then a period of crisis came to a coup, and these 3,000 young people became a strong pillar for the protection of their country. True Father's influence led to the dismantling of statues of Lenin. True Father also cooperated with the policy of openness that Gorbachev implemented. At that time, father brought 3,000 English speaking Russian students to workshops in America and educated them. He said, Communism as you know it is limited. Look at democracy. If you change the way you think and live a life of true love by living for the sake of others, the world of freedom and peace that you hope for will come. He educated them and then sent them back to Russia. Those students were an immense help in supporting the policy of openness. The 3,000 students who were taught in the United States were among the students who protested against the tanks in Moscow and protected their nation from a coup d'etat. Peace in the Middle East. In the Middle East, Muslims and Jews, who both attend God, are fighting. They are killing one another in a war for their own religious ideologies. The appearance of parents will solve the problems of Cain and Abel and the problems between siblings. Therefore, through father, problems in the Middle East can be solved. Although I have done several world tours, I have not been able to visit the Middle East very often. I believe that the reason that these areas are hostile and fighting is because they have not accepted God's will. From now on, they need to stand in a position of attendance to God. In God's eyes, there is no difference between yellow, white, or black races, and there are no walls between religion, races, peoples, or cultures. The path the Middle East should take is to let go of the old and open their eyes to reality. Only when the Middle East inherits God's will and lives in attendance to true parents, will eternal peace come to its nations. In front of God we are brothers and sisters. Thus we should not forget that God is our true parent. You will therefore need to learn and understand the process of entering heaven. We must advance to God's ideal world of creation. The only person who can resolve the situation of the Middle East is Father. Many of the ambassadors for peace who are active there would remember that right after I visited the Middle East in July 2006, a war broke out between Lebanon and Israel. Whenever I think about this, I feel so much sorrow. I cannot understand how brothers could kill one another. If they had been attending True Parents, they would not have been able to do so. One thing that all these world issues have in common is that they are missing the element of parents. When all the nations and all the people of the world know True Parents, are educated about them, and receive True Parents love, it is only a matter of time until God's world is actualized. You must prevent human casualties even if it means investing all your fortune and resources. You need to be able to save everyone. When happy people share their happiness, more happiness comes back to them. It is your responsibility, as blessed members engrafted as true olive trees, to expand the foundation your parents have laid. The Movement for the Unification of North and South Korea God searches for you patiently. He uses the tactic of first taking the blow, then later taking back what is rightfully his. When the evil world persecutes and attacks you face on, heavenly fortune will help you overcome everything and propel you forward. God gave my husband and me many opportunities to experience this. Receiving prosecution is another secret method to inheriting ownership over the enemy. Heavenly fortune will always protect those who love God. Even when there is an enemy that God wants to kill, why can't he punish him? It is because he knows that that person has parents, a wife, and children that still love him. God has also shed a valley of tears, and therefore is incapable of striking the whip when he feels the hearts of his enemy's parents, wife, and children who love his enemy more than anyone. When you feel this heart of God, would you be able to take revenge on your enemy? On the contrary, after becoming aware of this, you must help your enemy. Then you who strive to embrace everything with love will stand close to the way of heavenly law, and there heaven and earth will tremble and even God will shed tears. He will be overjoyed that you resemble him. Now, because we know God's heart, you can understand why we should love our enemies. The strength to love your enemies does not come from knowledge, money, or power. Only true love has that kind of strength. Therefore, you need to overcome the obstacle of regarding North and South Korea as enemies for the sake of your sons, daughters, and parents whom you love, and have hope for unification through sacrificial true love. The reunification we long for is only possible with a mindset of sacrificial true love and living for the sake of even our enemies. Just as parents care for their child or brothers care for one another, you should have deep empathy for the North Korean people's pain and meet them with God's unchanging true love. Humankind has suffered through World War I and World War II, and after World War II, there was endless conflict between democracy and communism. Since then, Korea regained independence from 40 years of Japanese occupation and suffered through the horrors of the Korean War, leaving Korea one of the last divided nations in the world today. The division of the Korean Peninsula into North and South is the global fruit grown from the seeds of good or evil that were sown from Cain and Abel due to the fall of the first ancestors. In other words, the North's communism is the result of a Cain-type view of life and structure that appeared in history. It represents a world communist camp by denying religious values and establishing an atheist communist country. On the other hand, the South is the result of an Abel-type view of life and structure that appeared in history. It is a representative nation of the free world and is the country that has more religions than any other on earth. Soon, the Koreas will represent the division between good and evil in the world, with South Korea representing good and North Korea representing evil. The Korean Peninsula will represent the whole world in the last battle between good and evil. Therefore, unification on the Korean Peninsula is the key to world peace and unification. Thus, Korean reunification is not a simple political event or task. Unification is the providential historical gateway to realizing God's ultimate goal of the providential history of salvation, which is the restoration of heaven on earth, an ideal world of interdependence, mutual prosperity, and universally shared values. It is a three dimensional task that concerns countless people in this world. Thus, Korean reunification is not a problem that can be solved through politics alone. Reverend Sun Myung Moon clearly understands heaven's will in relation to the Korean Peninsula. Therefore, in early December 1991, he visited North Korea for seven days and held a meeting with its leader of the time, President Kim Il-sung, in order to inform him of heaven's command and God's will regarding the matter of unification. Father spoke clearly. North Korea and South Korea cannot unify with Juche ideology. With godism and unification thought, which is headwing thought, North Korea and South Korea can achieve peaceful unification and become a unified Korea that can lead the whole world. He openly refuted the hackneyed story that the South had invaded the North on June 25th rather than the North invading the South. While touring the world with my husband, I have met many leaders in various countries. Yet during my visit to Pyongyang, I needed particularly resolute and serious determination. The Bible records how Jacob's older brother Esau tried to kill him, but through several trials and hardships, Jacob moved Esau's heart with wisdom and devotion and the two brothers were able to reconcile. Through similar efforts, my husband and I held successful negotiations with Kim Il-sung of North Korea. Korean reunification is not only the politician's responsibility. God can intercede. Even now, Reverend Moon is mobilizing a foundation across the globe to achieve Korean unification according to God's will. He is tackling it day and night to build an ideal world of peace without immorality and decadence. Women need to become the flag bearers of the unification movement. I have also given a clear vision to WFWP to carry out various activities for Korean reunification. Women should play a leading role in unification to show an example through teaching ideological values and practicing true love. War and conflicts break out when people with a selfish motive try to steal another's land or wealth. On the other hand, peace occurs when people sacrifice themselves for the sake of others and give true love. Until now, WFWP members have devoted their hearts and souls as they perform volunteer activities for their communities and societies. These activities will become valuable cornerstones of the movement for peace. I believe that the 1% Love Share Project for North Korea campaign to support North Koreans, especially children and women, upholds the founding spirit of WFWP. Father offered devotions for the unification of Korea— Back in the 1990s, the state of affairs relating to the unification of Korea was quite serious. Hence, as a person conducting an anti-communist movement and a unification movement, True Father was risking his life meeting North Korea's Kim Il-sung or the USSR's Mikhail Gorbachev. He was the central figure in all respects, and the central person had to resolve those circumstances. In order to create an environment that can influence this nation, I announced that I will actively support and push ahead the Citizens' Federation for the Unification of Korea and the International Federation for Victory over Communism. In earlier days, these organizations conducted a lot of anti-communism lectures at universities, middle schools, and high schools. They also conducted rallies between students from North Korea and South Korea. The present generation, however, does not know how the Korean War broke out. Hence, we cannot stand still. Father left, giving his blessings on this nation. As such, can we allow ourselves not to fully establish God's homeland? Those who live in this era cannot avoid responsibility. Your parents and those of you who grew up under Father's direct teachings, education and guidance cannot escape from this. The unification of the two Koreas is an urgent issue. Neither the right wing nor the left wing will suffice. We must arm ourselves with Godism and embrace the North with true love. If there is an organization that will practice and put this into action, that will be the Unification Church alone. Father proposed a way to make peace in the Middle East some ten years ago or so. Even when we consider the problem between South Korea and North Korea, we realize that we have ushered in a time when we must make decisions and take action. Today we see racial, religious, political, and ideological conflicts arising everywhere in the world. To make it worse, we are also experiencing natural disasters everywhere. We are living in an era of anxiety, terror, and conflict where hope cannot be found anywhere. However, it is also clear that you are all standing on the providential front line. We must bring about one world of unity and peace that attends God as the true parent. However, Adam and Eve failed to become one with God during their growth process. That is why the Bible says that they committed the fall. The world we live in today is a fallen world, and its owner is Satan. God was meant to be the owner but could not maintain that position which is why the divine principle says that the true parents must come. Religious conflicts occurring in the Middle East are not being resolved. They cannot be resolved if the people involved do not receive true parents. Korea celebrated the 70th anniversary of its liberation in 2015. At about that time I also had the opportunity to speak at the UN office in Vienna, Austria during my speaking tour in Europe. How great must heaven's hidden efforts have been to enable Korea to emerge freely in front of the world by the 70th anniversary of Korea's liberation. However, what is the result? We still cannot enjoy freedom in front of heaven because people have failed to fulfill their responsibilities. The two Koreas are divided and are pointing guns and swords at each other, while the surrounding four great powers are intertwined with one another based on their political and military interests. We must attend Heavenly Parent and True Parents. This is the sole way for this nation and world to survive. Hence, we must not keep this truth to ourselves alone. We must let the people of the world know of it and educate them. Heaven will not wait for eternity. Your devotion and victories will shine even more brightly when they are aligned with the works of Heavenly Parent and the True Parents. Unification movement is the only movement that can achieve God's dream and that of humanity. The world can become one through us. This is also the case with regard to the confrontation between the two Koreas. This cannot be resolved by political power, economic power, or military power. It is only possible through True Parents' teachings. I have great expectations of the active role that will be played by the parliamentarians from the 50 nations who participated in the 2016 International Leadership Conference. I sincerely hope that they enthusiastically contribute with great aspirations to their nation and the world. There is a poem by Tagore, a great poet of India. Back then, Korea was not well known in the world. He visited Japan, and looking toward Korea, he predicted the following. Korea was one of its lamp-bearers, and that lamp is waiting to be lit once again for the illumination in the East. What does light mean? It brightens the darkness. In one word, light symbolizes the true word, the truth. Without True Parents' teachings, this nation has nothing to be proud of in front of the world. Likewise, you will also experience tremendous development when you become one with True Parents' thought. It is clear that this nation is blessed by God. However, you must understand that blessings are always accompanied by responsibilities. As a people governed by God, please remember that this nation or people must attend True Parents as the center for it to run properly. You must confidently let people know of this. You must take pride in the fact that this nation has been chosen by God. Korea became a chosen nation because true parents were born here. Hence, you must let people know about true parents. There is hope for the unification of the two Koreas only when people attend true parents. When the parents become the center, conflicting siblings can be reconciled and brought together. I am thinking of mobilizing all our organizations to re-educate this entire nation. Likewise, all its religions must be united from the standpoint that this nation must become a nation directly governed by God. What is the purpose of religion? They speak of happiness, yet that happiness is only possible when they attend God. You who are engaged in different fields must take pride in what you do and enthusiastically provide your cooperation from your respective positions to ensure that this nation stands tall in front of the world. Spreading the word and proudly speaking of True Parents is the only way for Korea to stand in front of the world. Only through this can the unification of the two Koreas that we have longed for be realized. You must passionately take the lead in witnessing to True Parents in order for the two Koreas and the world to be unified. Efforts for a UN office in Asia The world today is experiencing confusion due to environmental pollution, conflicting ideologies, wars, and political conflicts. This is also the reason we must attend True Parents as the center. Otherwise, the path to global unity will become prolonged. In order to attract the attention of the world, and particularly that of Asia, to the issue of the unification of the two Koreas, I declare that the fifth UN office must be opened in Korea. All nations in Asia would wish to have a UN office opened in their countries too. However, through the rally to promote the launching of the International Association of Parliamentarians for Peace, this issue was well presented and all participating countries, including those in Asia, were inspired to help Korea. This is because it is the nation where true parents were born, and also because God must realize his will through this nation at all costs. This nation, however, hasn't realized the importance of the position it is standing in. Hence, we must let it know. The UN was established after World War II and is already celebrating its 70th year. And whereas there are UN headquarters offices in New York, Geneva, Vienna, and Nairobi, there is no such office in Asia. Yet when we observe the current state of the world, the geopolitical, economic, and political center of gravity of our world is shifting toward Asia. With this in mind, UPF and other affiliated organizations of our movement are advocating that the establishment of the 5th United Nations Office be considered in the land where 66 years ago the UN intervened, shedding blood, sweat, and tears for peace. Thank you for listening to today's Godable episode. Tune in tomorrow for a reading on Peace Road and the International Conference on the Unity of the Sciences.